welcome to episode 155 of Nobody Special. On this episode, we talk about the question, why do good people go to hell? The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny the host and Beef Patty Monarch Specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is the podcast where two generations of people are looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Caleb, we have a few things I want to talk about on this episode of the podcast. Yes. But before yes, we, do. we do, I want to go back to a little kind of a segment that I'm going to come back from from time to time called mm-hmm. can't be bothered uh the, <laughs> these are the things that have been going on that i just can't be bothered to talk about now the list is actually quite long yeah. um but we've had to condense it you know? right because again can't be bothered uh <laughs> so a couple of things have happened in the past few weeks that i want to acknowledge they happened and people talked about mm-hmm. that yeah. i couldn't give less of a rip about right a trailer came out for the movie mortal kombat Mm -hmm. do you know about these games do you know about these games do you know the plot of these games yeah they have tried so many times to turn these into a movie Mm -hmm. but the premise of the games is there's this multi-dimensional fighting contest every few years and they'd fight right so it's not it's not now you we know. have we're um a movie about it yeah well no another, another movie about it and it's like hey but at least the cg will be better you know the gory effects mm-hmm but like, gotta look on the bright side. Then. What? But what? What are? What? But what is it about? Yeah, what happens? So, yeah, I don't care either. Yeah, could, can't be but bothered. But if you care, you know, great. But we can't be bothered. Um, yeah, I'd go more into it, but that's really the thing. Heads will explode, and oh, it's so gory. Okay, neat. Uh, <laughs> speaking of. There's literally no way to bridge this. I'm sorry. Uh, another thing has occurred. A Meghan Markle and Prince whatever uh, have they did an interview on Oprah that uh, Twitter is apparently talking about mm-hmm. how the the monarchy is in the the American and the monarchy and right 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 and people are like oh she was abusive to the staff and and I was like yeah but they made fun of our our kid and I'm like I I don't care throw tea in the water throw tea yeah in the water. when in doubt throw, throw tea, tea in the, in the water. water which arguably is just how you make tea <laughs> but like <laughs> so i'm not even really sure you know? every time i i make tea i i think back I, to mm-hmm. my roots of this right. country you know i feel a bit of the revolution in every sip you know earl gray more like earl nay we were all concerned where I was going there at first, but we managed to pull out. Uh, yeah, I know everyone, like a lot of people are talking about this interview. Um, I don't care about all three of the people in that interview. Right. Megan, Prince, Steve, and Oprah. I forgot, mm-hmm. like, I hadn't heard from Oprah in a while, and I heard, like, oh, look at you still doing things. That's great. Yeah. Um, Oprah. Right. Now, now, can hey, I, hey, Danny. Yeah? Look under your seat right now, and you will find a dirty carpet. <laughs> That's rude. This is my, I live here. I vacuumed the other day. Thank I'm you very sorry. Much. I'm so mean. It's not dirty. It's a, just a carpet. I it's promise. Just a guys. carpet. The only thing that's in here is <laughs> us face. once a week. You were so wounded. Well, yeah, because sometimes people they say hurtful things that they don't mean to say. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of, um, so it's uh, 
There's really not a good lead into this one either. Yeah, I so, like how you tried to you tried to dunk me in order to make a transition not. and it didn't work. Now, a thing I do want to talk about, just because frankly it's kind of funny, uh, is Burger King's Twitter. Now, everyone knows that as far as fast food restaurant Twitter accounts, the props on that goes to Wendy and her glorious uh, slam poetry that is the Wendy's Twitter account. Yeah. Um, so Burger King recently got into a lot of heat when they attempted to um, encourage women to pursue culinary careers mm-hmm. on International Women's Day um, through a two-part tweet that has been ratioed into oblivion, which is fantastic. Yep. Uh, because the tweet, which people have taken screenshots of it, because it has since been taken down, and they decided that uh, <laughs> we need screenshots of this because, of course, we do. Yeah. So I'm going to read this tweet in its entirety, mm-hmm. and Let's then pause it. before I read the next. <laughs> read the subtweet, or as I call it, their intended method of delivery of this sentence. Do you mind this to encourage women to pursue careers in the culinary arts? Women belong in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. If they want to, of course. Yet only 20% of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. That's great. That's great, Burger King. Like... <laughs> <laughs> what were they thinking? What were they know. thinking? I don't know. I think like there's. This I mean, thing. it's kind of like I think this is funny. I would really. Mm-hmm. I kind of dig this, but also when you're dealing with a lot of the the people out there nowadays, uh, just say Twitter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. With Twitter. Yes. Right. And then uh, what you're doing a tweet. Right. You know? Right. You should probably be Twitter a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. No, no I mean, there's this thing that if a person, they're trying so hard to not be a thing, they just come off as that thing. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And they've tried so hard to just not be um, uh, misogynistic that they've arrived at a lot of misogyny. Right. I mean, it's it's kind of the same thing as uh, kind of a person that starts off a statement by going, hey, I'm not racist, but like, no, <laughs> yeah. you about to say something super racist, homie. <laughs> Don't do it. Just like, just good. Good. Just stop there. Allow yeah. that to be the the final point that you're making of I'm not racist. And, yeah, me neither. Cool. Let's go get some food. Um, and then they just end up saying things that are very racist. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of that same thing. They've tried so hard to be acceptable by the woke crowd that they've become the thing the woke crowd scorns the most you know like so good it's so good because Mm -hmm. it it, that statement genuinely goes both ways but like how did they forget you know do you think that it was intentional or do you think they forgot that that was what people used to freaking say i think they were wanting to pull the card of like i'm trying to be shocking in order to get attention and to be fair it's working. Burger yeah. King is trending on Twitter. Yep. I wouldn't say for the good reasons, but hey, people are all, talking about Burger King. All, what is this saying? All press is good press. Uh, I, <laughs> not I mean, nowadays. Yeah, but I disagree. I mean, kind Harvey of. Weinstein. Uh, well, not Jeffrey for like Epstein, a, you know. but for businesses, I would say that's probably true because now I'm thinking about Burger King. Right. I'm thinking about their chicken fries and I kind of want some. Yeah. Said no one ever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they had a this. We'll come back to this in a second. They had um, it was kind of a mac and cheese, deep fried mac and cheese coated in like Cheeto dust or something like that. What? That is the that fastest dangerous. I've ever had diarrhea. Yeah, like I I was five minutes. You're not from consuming home anything of nutrients. Yeah, and it's not even real cheese. Like, yeah, no, it's exactly. actually real cheese. So the moment it hit my tongue i thought to myself like i have to poop yeah. like immediately i might have to pull over and i'm only three minutes from home um i mean it sounds like it'd be like good but gross at the same time yeah it, i've well, never wanted it, to eat a fried it, ball it was mac half and cheese. of those it was gross i thought it was yeah. gross um but anyway back to their tweet game they they i think they tried so hard to 
gain everyone's attention. Mm-hmm. In in I mean, the thing they're trying to do is admirable. They're trying to encourage women to go into the culinary arts. Right. Um the the but I mean there's a little bit of situational awareness here of I don't think Burger King to be the pinnacle of culinary expression. Um, so having them encourage people to open a Michelin star rated restaurant is a bit kind of like, I think you're just pandering at this point. Mm-hmm. You're Burger King. Right. Like, you're Burger King. That's it. Like I mean, you're not. My culinary you know. career starts with us. Not. <laughs> oh, did they say that? No. Oh, okay. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> Good grief. It super doesn't, you know. <laughs> Uh, uh, no one ever works for Gordon Ramsay and starts off by saying, like, well, I was, I, uh, I gradually clawed my way up through the uh, ranks of Burger King. And now here I am on Hell's Kitchen trying to. I started out know. as a fry fryer and mm-hmm. made my way up to making the sandwiches. And then and they have the test kitchens. And even mm-hmm. those are, I mean, they're. Yeah, even those are just. They are cool. They are high-paying jobs in culinary arts. They are trying new things. But when it comes down to it, theirs is a number game of produce food quickly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a... I think that that would be fun. If I were mm-hmm. to have any any job in the food industry, mm-hmm. I think being in a test kitchen would be so much fun. Really? Because like, just imagine, like you get to create new things. And then it's, it's also fun <clears> because you get to like try and scale it. So if it's a good idea, you have to like, it's almost like a bit of science. Right. And you're like, okay, now we have to figure out how to mass produce this thing. How can we get aioli in our McDonald's fries? Yeah. You can't. And just, (laughs) can you imagine like fast food employees trying to pronounce aioli or like explain what aioli, I don't, I barely know what aioli is. Isn't it like, like, like whipped um, like olive oil with stuff. I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, it is made of r- raw eggs and oil and a little bit of acid. What? But like, what does that mean? <laughs> a little bit know, of acid. A little bit of acid. What well, type like, of acid are we? T- okay, lemon juice. Yeah, yeah. lemon juice. <laughs> it's like what? We're the weirdest way to say that. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I just the, this is the. Gosh, this is the why. I don't try and well for many reasons, but um, I I don't think there's benefit in trying to placate the crowd that's trying to cancel all the people. Mm-hmm. It's just be the thing that you're trying to be, and um, especially in, in, in kind of like church stuff. I actually had uh, a person encourage that if in preaching and if in these things, I I'm claiming a thing as if I'm trying to be cheeky and like ooh, did i get away with it then i probably need to not put that in like preaching right and this i kind of imply or apply to twitter that um especially for burger king it's like you knew when you tweeted this that this was a bad thing you were doing mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that's why you did it because that that was the appeal of right of I'm gonna say something kind of shocking, and then maybe then hmm, then they'll come by our whoppers. Like I mean, like you you drew a line that doesn't exist. Of if I say a shocking thing, two people will buy more fries, and in instead of trying to mm-hmm. to just be the thing that you are, you you were trying to be this different thing. I don't know. I just I guess I'm tired of the yeah. I could see I know. I could see it would be annoying for yeah. sure, and I think it is. And do I think they're going to be harmed by this ultimately? No. For a day or two and then... Yeah, but that's I nothing mean, in the grand scheme of things. Right. People are going to forget. Um, because ultimately, like, I guess the thing they did do, right, is that, like, they know the... That, like, it, it was a a very noble effort, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, they, it wasn't just... They weren't just plainly saying women belong in the kitchen. Right, right. That wasn't the only if thing it was just they that, tweeted. Yeah. Whew, we'd yeah. be having some some problems. But, yeah. you know, ultimately, it's just, I get what you're saying, because like, it's just annoying. The whole Twitter culture, culture is just annoying. Mm-hmm. Pushing the limits um, mm-hmm. in order to get attention. Yeah. And ultimately, 
it's just annoying. That's why I'm not on it. Right. It's, it's never it's never anything but political stuff on there. Right. That's it. And I, right. it's like, I can't What are we upset it. about today? I, I, I still don't get why news stories on, I mean, you know, this is fine. This is a dumb podcast, but like Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, NBC, all these places they occasionally go. People on Twitter are saying, I'm like, do you know, people on Twitter are saying a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, people on, uh, like, the, that that's a, a, a metric I don't actually enjoy because in order that it be true that only, you only need two people. Yep. Like Twitter's outraged. Find out why. Thanks, BuzzFeed. No one cares. Like, don't Twitter feed really the trolls. doesn't represent a huge, uh, like population anymore. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, like, I I do not know a lot of people like that are actively largest, yeah. on Twitter. It's, it's I genuinely don't. It's gone more corporate, and I mean, it's it's still up there. It's still part of the big five for social media. Right. Like I that's mean, the thing is it's yeah it's up mm-hmm. there, but. Like it's become not this thing where you're like tweeting mm-hmm. for your friends or anything right. like that. Like right. you're just viewing stuff now and right. retweeting and all this stuff. And it's just right. all gross and political and mm-hmm. I don't like it. I mean, I wouldn't say it's all that, but like that's the majority of it. For yeah. Sure. And I've had my, I used to have my fun. Like there was a time where Twitter was fun and I yeah. would like, I think it's it's been a great place to reach towards those people who are mm-hmm. like, you know more popular stuff like mm-hmm. i did this drawing one time when i was in high school of thanos of this and it, it was this guy i was a big fan of um i can't i think his name is james something but he was a comic book artist and so uh and he has like a youtube channel where he draws a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and i like tweeted my picture after like doing trying mm-hmm. to copy one of his drawings yeah. Um. And like you responded and stuff, and so it's it's like cool to reach out to people yeah, like that. DMCA takedown. Don't do that now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But like, stop stealing other my than work, that, kid. You know. You know. It's just like. Yeah. There's not a lot of like yeah. positivity or anything. Well, and it's become too difficult to like try and do a good thing because it either needs to be edgy, get people's attention, or these kinds of. I mean, it's the opposite. Like it, it does the thing that Jesus said to not do. If you're doing a good thing, don't do it to gain attention. Do it because mm-hmm. it's a good thing. Right. Um. And I do think if if there is a a a in a, a barrier to entry to um the culinary arts, uh, that I I do think that is problematic if it's a case that just women aren't interested in going into top tier culinary arts then okay that's fine but if there are are barriers to entry you know that kind of thing because of a gender inequality or uh i I said the inequality not inequity um because the two are different and we won't get into that now but um if that is there then yeah we need to be encouraging people to go into that field i kind of the same thing on stem if if they're if if girls are scared to go into scam uh to stem fields because it's a male dominated field and are interested in going in that is an inappropriate kind of a a, a pause in going into stem fields what is stem uh science technology engineering and math okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So if, if there but, are barriers to that, you need to take the barriers down. Absolutely. And I think that, like, if you are a woman and specifically mm-hmm. like a Christian woman, mm-hmm. like I would just encourage you to not like it's easy to view things as that way. Mm-hmm. But like, if you if that's what you feel called to do, like, right. just know that you would literally have like the God of the universe on your side, right? And that He will make a way. And right. like, that it's easy to look at the statistics and all of these things. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, if you're passionate about that thing, mm-hmm. do it. And right. And I have no doubt that if that's what God has called you to do in that time, then right, He'll make a way for it. Absolutely. But I mean, especially Twitter, even trying to do a good thing can be criticized because of a way a person misinterpreted a tweet. Mm-hmm. Granted, Burger Kings they they were being an edge lord, but um. Edge Lord, you know, they that sounds the cool. That they're Whoa. doing, but it sounds like a villain in a 
dope video game. I am Edgelord. <laughs> Edgelord. Please uh, submit your sketches and drawings of Edgelord on... No, actually, hold on. Please don't. We, we won't be showing those Edge on the show. Edgelord over the Twitter universe. Oh, my gosh. This well, is great. Well, that brings... <laughs> that brings us, though, to, to a good question by one of our viewers listeners viewers listeners maybe he watches us on youtube Matthew i don't know h thank you for not giving out his last name last <laughs> whose social security number is <laughs> yeah um uh, matthew he, he he asked us the following question am i reading it go for it, it. <laughs> okay this is what matthew says what does the bible say about non-christians who do good things are these things pleasing to God? <clears throat> Romans 2 and Romans 8 seemingly suggest different answers to this. What do you think? Um, all right. So when a person does a good thing, is it a good thing? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think there's two different questions in this. Uh, I think there's two different answers that are both right as well, in my mind. Right. So... Are, are we talking about the person or the act? That that uh, that'd be the if I'm trying to pick apart this question and be a pedantic turd, or as I call it, Monday. Um, if I if I'm trying to do these things, that's the first thing I ask: is Are we talking about the person or about the act? Um, mm-hmm. Because those two have different answers. I think. Um, I I don't think if a person gives to the poor and aren't a Christian. I don't think God's gonna be like, I wish you wouldn't have done that. You know, like, I mean, do you know what I mean? There, right. There's a practical aspect of a a good thing, even done by a bad person, is still a good thing. Right. Um, and that's that's what I was saying. Like, I think that it really depends on your definition of good. Now, mm-hmm. I think that there are good things that can be done, and they can have good consequences apart from Christ. I do think that that is a thing. But in the grand scheme of things, when you're looking through the lens of um, of what makes works valuable, which mm-hmm. is intentionality and serving Christ and Him being glorified. Right. Then, no, they're not good good works in the sense that I mean, like the Bible literally says, our works are filthy rags. And right, isn't that a, a thing? <clears throat> Make sure I'm quoting that. Um. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, are Are you quoting it right? Is a different question entirely. Yeah, I don't know. But those like, who know that word know exactly where yeah. I am in my. <laughs> And literally, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. We're good. Can keep going. Yeah, what you want to talk about? What that means? The and, filthy rags. Yeah, it is. Dirty menstrual cloth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dirty menstrual cloth. Gross. Uh huh. It's just so, a whole nother level of gross. Right. And and so like, I think that there can be good things done by non Christian that have good consequences on this earth, but as far as um, consequences on this earth do not imply the spiritual importance and significance which is ultimately glorifying god Mm -hmm. and i think that right to me so my answer to this would be no i don't think that it is pleasing to god because i don't think god is pleased unless we are um glorifying him by being enjoy enjoying him and loving Mm -hmm. him for who he is and the works just flowing out of us right um they, so like there are two different questions in there because it does it it talks about the non-christians in the things i i do think there can be things done that are not pleasing to god but good things i mean there are there are good th- it's it's good to care about each other mm-hmm. um right but if it's done apart f- from f- from the 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 overflow and abundance of christ then i think it's a better idea to ask what is even the point mm-hmm. uh and i think yeah. the thing i think that's the thing that you're getting at is right. like even if it is a good thing who cares i mean mm-hmm. if i give 20 dollars to a person well okay at some point they'll still die um i mean in a in a grand yeah. scheme if i take the the slider of time and go to eternity then the 20 dollars i gave to someone or a thousand dollars at some point becomes inconsequential because it did nothing to impact eternity um there, right. there's a passage in romans 2 that i think would be very very helpful for this caleb if you want to give that a read for us for sure for all who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law 
and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law, for it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous before God, but the doers of the law who will be justified. For when Gentiles, who do not have the law, by nature do what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts accuse or even excuse them on that day when, according to my gospel, God judges the secrets of men by Christ Jesus. So there, there's there's some, you know, because it's Paul, he's doing uh, kind of a duck and weave throughout the whole thing as he's kind of hitting the points, but... Um, He's, he's kind of talking about those that have done good things but don't understand the basis of the law. Mm-hmm. And 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 I, I do think that he does state in there a bit that when they do good things, it's it's an indication that there is this kind of divine calling that all of us actually do feel mm-hmm. in, in coming to or, or in being that is drawing us to Christ. I mean, right. if if I am um if if I don't know Christ then the biggest question is why actually do good things? Mm-hmm. Um you know, if gosh if a Wall Street has taught us anything, it is profitable to screw over the other guy. Uh so if I'm just trying to go for personal gain, then why am I stopping to do good things? Is it because it gives me joy to do it. I mean, this is an altruism debate of can a person truly be altruistic? I mean, can um, can they can they be big words a a a a good person? Because if they get joy out of doing a good thing, right? Aren't they just doing it to get the joy? Now, I do think I'm like not necessarily. I disagree with that. I do think that. Like it, it genuinely just depends on your definition of good, mm-hmm. um, right? And and that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. But I think that like yeah, you're completely right. That's what Paul right. is saying here. That by these people who right. are not Christians wanting to do good things, it mm-hmm. is just showing mm-hmm. that the law is written on their hearts. Yeah. That it is like people know right and wrong. Right. They do. I like I don't care what you say. Right. And I know that that's true. Um, just from talking to people I know who aren't Christians and in hearing their motivations yeah. in life. Like it's just, there yeah. is this thing written on us, this moral code that we want to help others. Mm-hmm. We want to, and, and even if we're not following things, whether that's, you know, like premarital sex stuff, like mm-hmm. drugs, all that stuff, like, you know, deep down that it's not right. Right. Like you just do. And this is what, I mean, like literally I would encourage everyone if mm-hmm. you haven't, most people have, but to read C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity, where he literally breaks down, mm-hmm. like, why, like, Christianity is is real and is that, and, and he talks a lot about this, you know, that mm-hmm. it is, we are designed as human beings to, with a moral code that is written and that, that is literally perfectly in line with what the Bible says. Yeah. Because God knows what's best for right. us. And so, like, can you be can you be good like you're saying that's an interesting point like is it just them being selfish trying mm-hmm. to get a joyful feeling um or i wouldn't even say joyful but a good feeling by giving or whatever mm-hmm. it is cuz i th- see yeah but that's that's the point that this debate it, i mean it's it's not even a debate at this point it's an ethical paradox almost that um if a person is doing it for personal gain then they cease to be altruistic and it's it's just like that's not i don't know i don't think the guy that that walks into a burning building to go put it out i don't think that person's doing it because it's like i'm awesome i i do think because i know a few of them they are genuine people trying to help and to do good things to make an impact mm-hmm. is there ego in there absolutely but that's because people are complex and flawed um but i yeah. don't I think mean it's even this... christians have that yeah you know? like for sure right but but i mean for this question for non-christians the passage in romans is kind of talking about that if they 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 do things according to the law then they've become the 
law to themselves. And mm-hmm. I think if if you kind of back it up, it also talks about the the flop side of that. Um, for all that have sinned apart from the law will also perish apart from the law that if if they're the standard is still perfection mm-hmm. yeah and and i think that's that's the 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 core of this is that even a good thing in a, in in a um, well, all right. Pretend a guy goes a day and and is a hundred percent obedient to Christ. Just a day. Mm-hmm. That's well, not obedient to Christ, but obedient to do good things. Like he doesn't technically do any sins. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. doesn't do a sin the whole day. Right. Which good on him. But mm-hmm. um, and this is hypothetical because I don't even think that's possible, especially if there's a disconnect with Christ. But right. yeah. let's just claim that he doesn't. All right. In that case, then the man is being obedient to the law of God that he didn't know that he was following. The problem is because the standard is perfection and holiness, mm-hmm. any other item in any other day disqualifies him 100% because he is a lawbreaker and also he is a sinner now he may not understand the depths of of the thing that he did but there's it's it's still perishing um i don't think there's this idea of just because it doesn't a person doesn't understand the law they break that they're not accountable to it i've heard some people say that and i don't actually think that to be true because then our best case in mm-hmm. Christianity is to stop telling everyone about the gospel. Right. Is is that all of us just kill ourselves and be over because if if understanding it makes us guilty by it, then right. the more people that know it are then the more of them are guilty. And by telling a person about it, we condemn them instead of open them up to salvation. And yeah. I've, I've just, I've, I've heard that from pastors actually respect. And I don't think it, I don't think it holds biblically for, especially Christ saying uh, the only way to eternity is through me. Yeah. Um, that just because a person doesn't understand they committed a crime, it still means they committed a crime. Right. And I think like, to be honest, it, I think, to me, the thing that's just confusing is just the definition of it. I like mm-hmm. going by the definition of good. Mm-hmm. I don't think non-Christians can do anything good. Right. Um, I think that there's there's a better word. I don't know what that word is that we could use to describe the works of a non-Christian. I think that they can be. I, I think the best way to put it would be beneficial. Yeah. That you can do beneficial works. Right. Um, and I think that they can be used. Mm-hmm. And like ultimately God is sovereign over everything right? and that he can use these beneficial things that people do. Um, And I do think that Mm -hmm. it's because they're following this internal moral code, like Mm -hmm. you were just talking about. And and I think that, 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 yeah, to me, Mm -hmm. genuinely just comes down to definition Yeah, because I don't think going by the definition of good. And if God would be pleased by these good things, Mm -hmm. I don't think that it is possible. Right. But, like also, like you said, it's a difficult thing like to tell a non-believer that, mm-hmm. and I think that's why. I mean, the whole argument. I ca- I would love to dip into this. Mm-hmm. Is just like, why do good people go to hell? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that it's it's literally what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. a definition of good because right. they're not good people. Right? They're people who that's, do, yeah. ha- who have stayed morally okay mm-hmm. and that is like you said it's not enough that it needs perfection and the only right. thing that can get you perfection to be justified right. is jesus and in a relationship right. with him that question of do good people go to hell um is it, it's not a the answer is very plain and so jarring like yeah. uh, when in in answering it the uh, the issue isn't that people don't understand the answer it's that they don't enjoy the answer yeah um because uh, the answer is a no good people don't go to hell but the standard of good is the mm-hmm. perfection of christ yeah so 
you know compare um right. and 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 to claim that you just have yeah god's like tossing people into hell mm-hmm. um i don't actually think that that's an no, accurate we're already, understanding anyway we're, yeah. yeah we're already we were on our going way to hell. there and and that's what is i think the best way to explain it in my mind is that mm-hmm. like to a non-christian is mm-hmm. that like like if you're listening to this like i would tell mm-hmm. you what i would say is that you and i we are already on our way to hell Mm-hmm. that because of the fall right there that we are tainted we are sinful we are corrupt and we are on our way to hell but jesus and god lovingly sent his son jesus down to us to give us the way out mm-hmm. and not only just a way out but salvation in a relationship with him that it's not just salvation Mm -hmm. that it's it's way more than that it's sanctification Mm -hmm. it's becoming more like him it's having a relationship with the only thing that is genuine love the only person who can genuinely love you and and fully accept you because of what jesus did and in that now we are a good person because Mm -hmm. we can't be perfect we're already on our way to hell that jesus we made us perfect and right. now we are good people therefore we don't go to hell like right. you're saying it's just we, it's definitionally wrong we, already we are good based on the imputation of christ's goodness upon right. us and not by our own ability to like conjure up goodness right and i think that's that's the the kind of issue is is the standard i'm i mean scope i think scope is the the the, the backbone of these kinds of arguments is that compared to the scope of god's perspective um i i mean i was talking to a person about money that is it is it okay that a christian is rich mm-hmm. and and i i think god isn't impressed by it because of the scope of the glory of god that i mean i can get a million dollars in in and on this planet that'd be kind of impressive it'd be kind of cool i'd be a millionaire it'd be great mm-hmm. um and compared to the unending riches of God, it's like I got money. Like I don't, yeah. <laughs> like I don't need that. Um, I mean, I I've compared it to to in in eternity, the streets are made of gold, yep. and that tells you the worth of gold in heaven. It's gravel. Like yeah, I just I had a lot of it, so I made it the road. Yeah. Right. You know, so, so scope, I mean, even if I do good things in the scope of, of eternity, I don't think I can get to a place of, I've done enough to merit the, the perfection that is God or, or that I'm, I've, I'm good enough that I'm, I'm okay to step into the kingdom of heaven that I have rebelled against you know like the, the mm-hmm. it's it's an issue of scope compared to yeah. the eternal and glorious nature of god right then yeah i'm I'm not that good um yeah and i think like you said like people typically the people asking this question mm-hmm. they're they're asking it because they don't like the answer yeah right. like you said everyone i feel like they already know right um i do think that <laughs> they typically have a misunderstanding of how much grace and love is involved in right. the answer. Like, and it's hard to understand an if you... Eternal, it's a scope issue. An eternal amount right. of grace has been given yes. to you to bridge that gap. But literally, I mean, the hardest thing about being a Christian is realizing that you were dead in your sin, mm-hmm. that you were, you were filthy, you mm-hmm. are condemned, that mm-hmm. you are not... Um, you know, like we, we cannot do good. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what is so hard about it is that like, you have to truly, truly admit that you're a sinner mm-hmm. and that cuts down all of your ego. It yeah. does. And, yeah. and it doesn't feel good. No. And and you have to be able to admit that not only does my ego not matter, but the only ego that matters is Christ. Mm-hmm. And that like, God needs to be glorified. And that's what our existence mm-hmm. is about. And once yeah. you wrap your and it's not it's not the most fun thing to like transition into, but like you mm-hmm. realize that that's the only possible answer and that yeah. he's the one the only one who deserves it. Right. The 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 hard 
part in conversation, I think, is the part where Christ talks about, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. And I've been in a couple of cases where well, what then is brought up is this, you know, the kind of the saddest story that you've ever heard of, of you know, this kid has this illness and uh, this and this, this, that, and he, this, and like the the story that is the statistical impossibility mm-hmm. um and then and then go like well i can't believe in a god that doesn't you, that'll cast that kid in into hell and i'm like mm-hmm. all right well that kid ain't here let's talk about you i mean i it's to create this kind of a fabricated story in order to argue you a point mm-hmm. and then in and then create this as the reason that um you don't even think about christianity i think is intellectually dishonest mm-hmm. um because that story is not the thing that you're asking right you're asking about you and if you're unable to f- follow god because god is mean but but i i don't think that's a fair depiction in in an actuality it's it's you think your way of delivering justice is better than god's mm-hmm. um yep and and there's a humility to that that you have to be willing to take up or stay in this idea of i know better than god yep and uh, that's literally what progressive christianity is all about I mean, if you look at like mm-hmm. not only just the way the world operates, but mm-hmm. progressive Christianity is that they're they're taking mm-hmm. pieces of the gospel and making it about themselves because right. they don't like who God is, and so right. they try and shove him into a box. Or you sterilize can't do that. them. I think is the better word. They're trying to sterilize the impact of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, God would never. Mm-hmm. And you can tell it's just so ego based because mm-hmm. if you listen to any of these people, I mean, I I hate to admit it, but like they are not anything Christ like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. it's just true because you're trying to take God and make Him yours, mm-hmm. and that's not a thing that you are going to be able to do. Right. I I think at its core, the gospel is very offensive mm-hmm. uh, because it, yes. it it strikes at our our own ego our own pride and it nails them to the cross. And if I, if I am unwilling to die to myself, then of course I'm not going to be able to come alive in Jesus Christ. That's not how that works. Um, if, if I'm, I can't cling to the old person and claim the new person. It's a, you kind of got to pick a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's I'm either going to stay in the old person or I'm going to claim the new person that christ made for me right but i can't have both yeah and i Mm -hmm. think for like christian especially a a progressive christianity attempts to tell people that they are okay and they're fine and they can come to jesus if they want and i think this as a as a theological foundations is going to cast more people into hell than they think because i mean like all right, let's just be straight up. Going to church takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. Reading your Bible takes a lot of time. That's why a lot of Christians struggle through it, actually, mm-hmm. because it takes time out, out of the day, time they could be doing fun stuff, you know, like playing the Switch or any of that stuff. I'm not saying it's not fun, but it like it takes it takes right. time. Yeah. Um. When when <laughs> if if I'm okay apart from Christ. Why would I do it? Like, I, right. I don't understand the messaging here. Hey, mm-hmm. Christ is a, the path to salvation, but you're okay. I don't I don't get that one. I've seen that one a lot. Yeah. Um, it's like, you, you know, you should go to church, but if you don't, God still loves you just how you are. No, God loves you despite how you are. Right. Um, and, and that difference is super important. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, if I don't have to... If 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 there isn't any impact of coming to Christ, then don't do it. And I think that's yeah. why a few of these denominations are dying because they've told people they don't actually need to change. But can you still give us ten percent of your income? Yep. Like, no, of course not. I'm fine. Like, yeah. I did it. I won. Like, I mean, it's almost you know? like it's almost cute. Like, I view mm-hmm. these like progressive Christianity people, and it's like they're almost like a child to be mm-hmm. honest. 
That like right. you, you, it is hilarious that you think that you can can like mm-hmm. make your own right or take God and and rip little bits and pieces right. out of his character, and you can't do that because he literally like he made everything. He's over everything. He's sovereign over everything, and the fact that you think that you can do that is just cute. Mm-hmm. It just is. That's the best way to put it. Right. But it's just sad at the same time. Yeah. You know? I mean, there there's a church. They uh, just put out um, a uh, an updated stance on, on their church. And um, they've been gradually eroding over time. And they've, they've come out and stated, like, the Bible is n- not the word of God. It is not inerrant it's it's a collection of ideas of a few different authors uh, and and i'm just like you can't like you're not a church anymore the bible doesn't even agree with you on that that's the thing the part where the bible talks about its own inerrancy (laughs) is like you you you're saying but i guess that makes a little bit of sense if you think the bible is is errant then you can absolutely claim the part that it's claiming it's inerrant is errant I mean, I guess it kind of holds up in a logical sense, but you're still wrong. Yeah. If I'm, I mean, like, if 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 I'm able to poke holes in it, then I can just pick and choose. And I, as a person who studied church history, that's not the good guy who did that. There are plenty yep. of people who did that. Actually, biblical canon well, it was created because a guy named uh, Marcion. I'm being overly simplistic in history here, so forgive me. He created a biblical canon, and he ended up being like super anti-Jewish. Uh, so all the parts that talked about um, uh, the Jews still being in the faith, uh, he he snipped them out. He's like, nah, we don't want that. Uh, and he's like, we don't want that. We're gonna snip here, snip here. We don't want yep. that. Cut, mm-hmm. cut, cut. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the church councils they met to establish the first canon because that guy sucks uh he's like uh no he's really chopping up a lot of good stuff here and so they had to establish biblical canon based on that so um you we we don't get to pick and choose the parts of scripture i enjoy and the parts i don't enjoy right Uh, i don't get to create god god created me and i don't get to create truth i get to be bound by it yeah and i think that's that's the flaw in a good amount of these progressive christian things is that in their i mean they're essentially pulling a burger king Mm -hmm. in their attempt to not be offensive they've been super offensive and alienated their base in the process yep so yeah it's crazy if if the Bible isn't the Word of God, then why why am I reading it? Like, yeah. why 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 spend time doing this? Okay, so poke holes in that. If it's not inerrant, then um, why bother trying to dig out the parts that are true and the parts that aren't? Right. If it's just a kind of collection of thoughts, then it, it's on. It is on the same tier as as Books. Twitter. You know, yeah. like like Normal. I heard a thought. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's it's becoming the that's what's very just so insane hate. about it is that you know, like you said the Bible claims that mm-hmm. it is God breathed right, and so how can you like you how can you just take it and snip bits and pieces out that mm-hmm. you don't want to hear, um, and and ultimately mm-hmm. just completely make it not God breathed anymore right. and you're like you're saying like you're just flipping it completely right and it's it's insane. It's insane. And it kind of it's it makes me very upset. Yeah. And annoyed. Well, but they're doing it because you know, love wins. <laughs> oh, Rob Bell. The stupidest Hey, if like, you if you guys haven't watched love the American today. Gospel movies, mm-hmm. there's one on Prosperity Gospel mm-hmm. and there's one on uh progressive christianity yeah. and i highly encourage you to watch that because it, it, it genuinely mm-hmm. opens your eyes to all these things that we can start to believe slowly mm-hmm. but surely um right. and it brings you back to biblical doctrine mm-hmm. and it's so good and it has a bunch of the good pastors paul washer mm-hmm. he's so good in those. i do i i love paul washer i saw a picture of him smiling mm-hmm. it, it's it's like no, nah, we want Paul back, please. Can I? Don't. Yeah. I know that sounds super mean. Who is I've heard, Paul? And what have you? I, 
I know people that they've talked to him and and that Paul is just a delightful human being. Yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, no, he's he's a nice person on the planet. He's so kind. And I'm like, you wouldn't get that from just his preaching, though. <laughs> uh, and I appreciate it. I don't know. I, I've, I've come out of but a few But his preaching different... is just like, it is loving. You mm-hmm. know, like that's what's, right. that's what's crazy about it right. is that he, it's viewed as right. like, even to us, like it can be viewed mm-hmm. as this thing that is very yeah you know firm but that's yeah. just that's what um right. the bible is but the, a the firm message parent is, love. is a loving parent exactly the permissive parent sucks yeah and i know i've been in children and youth ministry a long time yeah we're just gonna we accept them no matter what they do well they're lighting your house on fire <laughs> tina uh <laughs> so but matthew uh, thank you for your question yeah yeah um, absolutely and i think it brought some very good conversation and mm-hmm. i think that if you guys want to, obviously, I mean, we plug it every week, but we if, actually do read them. We do. See, we do. Proof. See, this is proof. Boom. But you can, you can find us at, oh gosh, I forgot the, the gospelpost.com slash the nobody, website slash nobody special. And there's a form that, there where you can ask us questions or say hello. Um, you can also find us on nobody special podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And you can follow us there. You can comment or DM us and we'll get your questions or hellos there as well. Also, we're on YouTube. Episodes come out on Tuesday at around 11 o'clock-ish, uh, depending on YouTube's upload speed. Yep. Um, so so please feel free and to Caleb's, give us a... Caleb's memory. It's another, <laughs> it's another big ass. It's not Caleb's internet. I know that much. <laughs> yeah. I think can push an episode in 10 minutes. Uh, but do give us a like, a comment, a subscribe, and hit the bell and share mm-hmm. with your friends and all the YouTube things that people then tend to say in dab for five minutes afterwards while screaming. We no. won't. We we will try <laughs> not just to do that me here. That, that even came out of your mouth. You know they're like, what's up? And then you turn the channel because you don't like what that guy's doing. Yeah. You know the standard <laughs> YouTube greeting. Yeah. So, but yes, all of us appreciate. Uh, we appreciate us. all of us. <laughs> I I appreciate it, and I think Caleb does too. And that's all there <laughs> is. Um, every, everyone that takes the time to share the show, ask us yes. questions. We really enjoy it, mm-hmm. uh, especially through the past year of covid when pop culture stopped and politics sucked mm-hmm. um yeah. the questions were very helpful they'll still be helpful and if there's things that you want advice on go ahead and uh, ask us those and we will Try for some to... reason think we're qualified to answer those <laughs> yes. but um, Danny is he's an actual pastor with a seminary he's a, he's a seminarian and I am oh, just gosh. Caleb. Yes. I know. I love doing it. feels so dirty whenever he... anyone appeals to that. Because like, it feels so dirty. Hey, yeah. I'm the I'm the one who's just a a mere Christian. Yep, that's the dirtiness right there. Like that's the. I'm joking. I'm oh, joking. Gosh, gosh. We should get into why I hate that one episode. Hey, yeah, that's a good. We'll, thing. There we'll, you go. We'll get into why I hate that. Yes, that's so. actually a good idea. Okay. <sighs> I'm hugging myself. That's going to do it for us today. I'm going to end this thing. All right. I'm Caleb. And I'm Danny. And we are Nobody Nobody Special. Special.